0: Hollywood Live Extra with Tanya Hart. Today we are talking to the great writer, director, Charles Burnett, to whom the Board of Governors of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences are set to present an honorary Oscar to Charles right here in Hollywood on November 11th. And you know, Charles has been just a huge figure in uh, the indie film community. His dramatized African-American life in his first feature, the 1977 Killer of Sheep, has gone on to make both dramatic films and documentaries. After that, like Becoming and Nat Turner, a Troublesome Property. This is Hollywood Live Extra. I'm Tanya Hart. I just had the pleasure of attending a film festival this past weekend that featured Charles' work. I'm so glad he is with me today. I know that was a long introduction, Charles, but I just want folks to know who we're talking to. Thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Good. You know, it's interesting the uh, Chicago Tribune has called you one of America's very best filmmakers and you have certainly been a large part of the indie film movement. In fact, almost started it. Can you explain the difference between the indie films and and what people think of as maybe just a blockbuster or major film or what's what's really the difference in that definition?
1: Well, one uh, basically, you know, one is a studio financed film, um, and uh, independent, you get independent money to to, to do a film that uh, mostly is something that you feel very passionate about and like, and you have a bit more control. I mean, no one has total control. It depends if it's your money and things like that. You you can probably Mm -hmm. most of it, but through the independent movement. But uh, you know, there's always some restrictions and limitations. in the beginning, or through distribution, or some some place along the line, but the main thing is that you you can kind of get what you want somewhat. The kind of films you want to make, you can get it through independent filmmaking.
0: That's right. Well, these days, it seems the indies are really the most popular and certainly the most critically acclaimed, movement, acclaimed movies rather that we've seen, I'd say, in the last five to ten years. And if, when you're telling a story for an indie, how is that different from telling a story for, say, a big studio production? Or is there any difference other than the money that you get
1: spent? Well, I think... The, the emphasis from the beginning is on the box office. I can this film make money, you know when independent, you just assume or hope there's an audience out there you know and you sh you mm-hmm. feel that that uh, you know people wanna see the kind of movies that you make, so there is an audience but for the studio, it's all about you know getting star and the kind of talent that would attract you know movie goers and things like that. And so those kind right. of things that the are concerned about, you don't necessarily have to worry about. But now it's changing a bit where in order to compete, um, you kind of have to have some sort of bargaining chip in the, in, in, in the mix. Mm-hmm. Because making it is more you... is finding a, a distribution and an audience is another thing.
0: Right. Um, You know, it's very interesting. You were born in Mississippi, but really grew up here in California in the Watts neighborhood. And that has really had an an effect on your movies. For instance, uh, the 1977 Killer of Sheep movie uh, was done uh, about the Watts community. Talk a little bit about how that shaped your vision.
1: Well, you know, I was born in Mississippi. Uh, 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 I was born in Vicksburg, Mississippi, but uh, you know, we moved out to Los Angeles at, at, a very early, at a very early age. I was still in, you know, in diapers when I came out here. But but the people who uh, it, that you know occupied the neighborhood, um, they were all from the South. You know, um, even though we were we were out of the South, in many ways culturally, we were still. Deep in the South, because everyone was from Mississippi, Texas, Arkansas—you know, all the all the Southern states, you know—and mm-hmm. so we had everything except the mosquitoes and cotton. So, uh, <laughs> you know, in, in many in, in many ways, I was still, you know, there in the and, South, right? Yeah, I was still in the South, and you know, the same, the same folkways and everything was—you know—they were there, and uh, it, it was a little different in the sense that we didn't have this, little, uh, this little, sort of this uh, little oppressive kind of um uh atmosphere, you know, where it was quite obvious that, you know, racism mm-hmm. and things like that. But but LA was quite segregated and, and, and you, you had pretty much the same kind of experience with with, with white police officers and things like that.
0: Right, exactly, because it wasn't too long after you did, uh, well, it was a few years after uh, Killer of Sheep that, of course, the Rodney King situation happened, and then, oh, yeah. of course, uh, the the Watts riots, which you were a young kid, but you were still there. Um, you know, it's interesting because your movies do kind of revolve around all that Southern folklore, and, and mix though with modern themes, it was kind of funny, we just both returned from the Fade to Black Film Festival at the University of Cincinnati, where your movie "To Sleep with Anger" was featured, and even you were surprised by some of the audience reaction and comments. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, it was quite surprised, and 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 I really had a great time there as the made the black. Um, you know, it, the film "Kill uh, To Sleep with Anger" hasn't been shown that much, even though it's been out since uh, 1991 or '90, whatever I can't remember the exact date it was mm-hmm. at least. Uh, <laughs> But it didn't get really wide distribution like it like it should have Um, Mm -hmm. so a lot of people in the audience and uh, the other day and 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 Cincinnati was the first time people have seen it you know and it was quite surprising Um, and um, so you know a a lot of it was I think a a sort of mixed group of people there uh, you know I think half and half of of older adults and and younger people and and and, of course, there's a different experience with the older people who are mostly had experienced, you know, of a lot of the things in the movie, you know, about, you know, coming up, um, uh, leaving the South and coming up to the cities, north or west, whatever, and um, getting to a point where, you know, you um, leave your community. After you've become successful, you, you know, you want to change and, um, you know, do all those things that got you is where you are behind, you know, and right. forget about those things. And so this was an this was an attempt to try to explain what had happened and how that sort of thing divides the family. You know how there's this older group that wants to go back to the south and appreciate these roots and values that they acquired. You know, uh, by living in this sort of environment, where it's younger people want to forget about it and just think about what think about material things, which leads to you know, not having a foundation and um, and not having anything to fall back on and uh, so it was a, it was a attempt to try to talk about you know things that had become less and less familiar in the community uh, but the people there and and, and and the festival surprisingly it you know, um, uh, related to it, so I was very happy yeah. About that.
0: They they really did. I, I mean, I sat there listening to their comments myself and thought, wow, they really got a lot out of it. But most importantly is that this film is so current today. Of course, it does star Danny Glover, who is still around and doing things and, and uh, you know, a great cast of people. But it's amazing how 20 years later a film resonates today. And I guess that's really why the indie movement has become, you know, so important uh, in this business that we call the movie business. And you've gone on and you've done a lot of things since then and, and worked for the, you work with everybody. But as an independent, you know, I'm so glad they are giving you an Oscar, Charles, because boy, do you deserve it. You were one of our first guys out there on the front line. How how did you hear about the Oscar and what was your reaction?
1: Ah, uh, it was surprisingly because um, I uh, didn't expect it, of course. You because know, I had nothing in the running. I was, uh, in fact, I was busy working on this documentary uh, that's produced by uh, Barbara Bernie um, about uh, uh, the, the uh, integration of hospitals. You know, started in the and and was started. Actually, in, in, in the early 1900s, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, but anyway, it, you know, this, while the civil rights movement was happening in uh, in, in the South and, and all over, uh, people didn't realize that there was this movement in, 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 in uh, hospital care that a lot of black people, people of color, um, didn't get the same treatment, and a lot of times they were turned away from hospitals because of their color, you know, and, and that was the worst, the worst aspects of. Of, of, of racism in this country was 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 in, in was in hospital care. It was just, I wow. mean, babies and mothers who were, uh, you know, had wanted to, d- to deliver or needed to li- needed to mm-hmm. deliver their babies and and, and and proper conditions were turned down, and people died, and all sorts of things happened. And people didn't realize. People don't realize that. And when when you talk about the film, what it's about, everyone's response is, "I didn't know that. I didn't know that this had taken place, but it did." And and the other thing about it was, it was black doctors who started the movement. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and so that was the other interesting part about it. Um, they brought it to their attention, and women and the sorority, uh, uh, the sororities started um, uh, this. Um, uh, Hospital care for for, patient, for black patients who couldn't get treated in hospitals. You know? So a lot of the black women and the sororities were responsible for trying to uh, bring proper Medicare to rural areas and to cities and things like that, which couldn't get you know, hospitalization or anything. So right, so and this is of-
0: what you were working on actually in yeah, the oh, middle of hearing yes. about the Oscar.
1: Yeah, I, I was I was busy talking to the. Producer about trying to set up post production, and uh, this guy out of the blue gives me a call and, and he says, "Well, I need to talk to you." And it's this Academy, and and said "Well, can you call me later because I'm in the middle of this editing thing?" You know? <laughs> um, and he said, "Well, it's important. Uh, uh, I'll either call you back or you call or, 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 or you call me." I said, "Fine." So after I got off the phone with the with Barbara, I. I uh, he called me back, and he said, w- "What? Well, do you know what this call is about?" And I, I said, "No, I, I you know." Uh, and and uh, he said, "Well, well, I just want to let you know and congratulate you that uh, uh, the board had voted voted for you to get a an honorary an award, a, a, a governor's award," and I was totally shocked, you know, and it was hard <laughs> to process, you know, because. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's just out of the blue. Someone calls you and says, "You know, here, you know, you, want won an Oscar. I mean, Oscar. You know, a, an honorary Oscar." Right, right. And, uh, I know. And so, and from that, it was. It's been like an ongoing thing, and, and interviews, and and getting ready for this thing that's going to happen. This thing, this the, the ceremony is going to happen, uh, November, uh, November eleventh. You know, here right. in Los Angeles.
0: So. Right. I know you're ex- I'm excited for you and just want to take a little break here and tell our audience that they're listening to Hollywood Live Extra. I'm Tanya Hart. We are... Talking to the great director Charles Burnett, who will receive an honorary Oscar from the Academy for his career, especially in the independent film area. You know, we uh, we've gone a little bit of a ways. You know, I I look at somebody like an Ava DuVernay now, who of course is you know come along and sort of rode the heels of one of your classmates at UCLA, uh, the the great Julie Dash, who was one of our first black female directors. When you look at, like, working with Julie, because I know you guys have been together since college, um, and, and you see that leap to now Ava DuVernay, both females, what does that make you think about the business, and have we made some progress?
1: Obviously, we have. I mean, um in in the nineteen sixties and things like that this was this wouldn't happen. Uh there 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 were no place for us to show our wares, you know. Uh then Sundance didn't exist, uh the Pan African Film Festival didn't exist at the time. and so but now they do and and people uh, so we are a bit more exposed. Um, but still there's a lot of things that need to, that need to be done. But you had you know, but but these people you're talking about, Julia Dash and Ava DuVernay and and um uh, Lily Larkin and people like that um uh, you know they you know they are very talented people they're just not you know run of the mill they have talent i mean a lot of talent you know they it's, do. It, it sort of um, uh, you know uh, it, it because it, it was apparent and i and I think that's the thing that sort of sustained them and made it possible for other uh, young uh, filmmakers to uh sort of rise to the top. Because these people had talent, and and they proved that, you know, like many cases, that it's not only that we could do it, but we can do it a lot better with less, you know. So, you know, it's and then and the other part about it was that uh, we we all sort of helped each other, and you know, we were supportive of one another, you know, and that was one of yes, that's one of the good things about uh, the Black Independent Film Movement is that the relationship is a strong tie.
0: Yep. Right, with everybody. But Charles, do you feel like, I mean, okay, now you're getting the Oscar and finally getting some recognition that we all knew you deserved. But in terms of making those big movies, do you feel like you've been overlooked by the studios?
1: Well, in, in a way, w- yes. Um, because the, the films you make, may, make uh, may do well c- critically, but in terms of financial um, matter, I mean, you know, in terms of Making a large impact at, at at the box office, that's been a problem. I mean, the the it's it's it, it's other it's other reasons why. I mean, w- one studios have money to put into advertising. I mean, to 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 make a film for like five or six million dollars, which is very 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 small. It um, may take um, like sixteen or more million dollars to advertise it properly. Um, you know, mm-hmm. So there, there is that. Problem uh, of distribution and getting them into getting your film into like 500 theaters to a thousand theaters, you know, where big box right. big Hollywood films can, can do that. So you're competing with that, and plus now you have all the other distractions, you know, football games and everything else, and internet. You have iPhones that people just sit there and, uh, and, and 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 play with, you know. So there's all these other things that that you have to compete with. That makes it very difficult, and then you have pirating. You know, for for uh, for an independent, uh, mm-hmm. if someone sells your film illegally, that's a big um, issue because you you can't afford to lose a dollar. You know, but if studios yeah. can do a little bit more in, in, in that respect, they can lose a little bit more. But for independents, we suffer a lot from people pirating their films. It's a big issue, so.
0: Well, I'm really hoping that this Oscar will, you know, raise your, your real estate to the point where people get to see a lot of your stuff again. Um, now I know this documentary, when will we be able to see the documentary that you discussed, the, the whole health care issue with the civil rights and black people, our lack of being well, well, able to see Well, hopefully next
1: year, uh, beginning of next year when we get some money to, to um, finish post-production, which, you know, doing a documentary, I can looking for money to finish the film. You know, it's, right. It's an ongoing struggle.
0: What film or what's, to, what sorry, story, that's okay, Charles, what story is it, though, that you just have to tell? Uh, you know, your career is certainly a long ways from being over, but before it's over, what story is it that you just want to tell and have to tell? Well,
1: we've been trying to tell several stories. One of, on Frederick Douglass, tried to do a life story of Frederick Douglass. We thought we had that going. Uh, we thought we'd like to get one on E.B. Du Bois. Uh, we're working to get something, some you know, financing for for that. Um, there's some Chester Hines stories. There's a whole bunch of stories. I mean, there's there's so much out there that, that, that I mean, particularly the slave n- n- narrative. You know, if you read yes. those, I mean, there's so many stories in there. That, that we, we don't have a lack of stories.
0: Yes, and that and is so all, true.
1: You know, Heroic people, particularly in, you find in the slave narratives. But this, you know, you know, I, I, you know Ida B. Wells uh, was uh, her great granddaughter, and you know, I, I guess you lived in, in, in Chicago. But one of them lived right behind me, and I didn't realize that until Bill Greaves who was a very famous filmmaker, black filmmaker, called me and said, "I want you to work in this film with with me in a, uh, this documentary, and I'll be out here for a day or two. I need to interview this lady." And he told me um, who she was, and I didn't realize when I lived in this apartment building over in the Windsor Hills that she was living right behind me, wow, in the street right behind me. And I showed you how how close we are to one another. And, and this historical figure, wow. And, and there's another one that's very interesting. There's a short. There's uh, there was there, there a story about the Croft family, and there's this lady who was very fair skinned, and she can. As the white and and her husband, um, uh, and her stole stole a, stole away to freedom, and he was posing as her valet, as his valet, because she was she was pretending to be a man. And anyway, they mm-hmm. stole up north, and then they went to London, and then Africa had set up a school. They came back to the states. Anyway, I wanted to do a film about them, and and I didn't realize that that. Uh, that her great great granddaughter worked for Carol Lawrence, who we just saw at. at <laughs> oh, you uh, kidding? Black. Right. And, and 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 then so I was telling, I didn't know that Peggy Priestley was related to this lady, and I was talking about the film I wanted to do or whatever it is. And she, and she, and she said, "Did you know that's my great great grandmother?" I just couldn't imagine. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this shows you again that, that how related we are, are and are close to to, to these wow. people that are eight figures. And they're right and they live right around the corner from us.
0: That's so true. So the the circle continues. I am so happy that the circle is continuing for you, Charles. And hopefully we'll be there on the 11th to help you celebrate getting that Oscar, darling.
1: (laughs) Congratulations.
0: Congratulations. Thank you so much for joining me. I just want our audience to know that they're listening to American Urban Radio Network's Hollywood Live Extra. I'm Tanya Hart. I've been talking with the great director, cinematographer, editor, you can keep going, Charles Burnett today. And don't forget to subscribe to Hollywood Live Extra on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. And if you like what you hear, leave us a five star review. Again, I'm Tanya Hart. This is AURN.com. Hollywood Live Extra, a product of American Urban Radio Networks.